look Go ahead. Yo, this is Ace. This is Nick from the Lumberyard Recording, Recording, and you are listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. We <laughs> Fish and chips. Awesome. Fish and chips. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Take two. Here we go. We are joined here at the beautiful foundry in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, from our friends all the way up north in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, Doug Cousins and Ryan Culligan from the very amazing outfit, Bearings. Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is uh, this is amazing. We're backstage here at the foundry. Our third time doing a backstage interview here at this venue, our third different room. Well, your third, my second. That's right. That's right. Sorry, Sam. My bad, buddy. So, uh, gentlemen, thanks again for for hanging out with us and and for making the trip. How's the tour been so far? You just played Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Asbury. How's it been? It's been good. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I think this is the sixth show, maybe the seventh. But uh, all the crowds have been pretty sweet. Like, everybody... Everybody's been showing up and having fun, and the other bands on the tour package are awesome. Everybody's friends. Awesome. Yeah, it's cool. The last show was, like... Is uh, on the floor actually. Yeah, it's just trippy. We haven't done one of those in a yeah. bit. So yeah, I felt like a house show. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was a good we, vibe. We were at a show recently at a fire station, and there's fire trucks around us, and they're on the floor. And yeah, we're like, this is were, this yeah. Is it wild. was like this is three wild. feet apart. You well, know? was it a uh, was it a rapper? No, mm-hmm. it was postseason. Oh, okay. Like I was going to say, because oh, cool. when you release a fire mixtape, <laughs> that's generally the best place to have your, your release. That. That's the best venue. Canadian dad jokes. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. Oh, there'll be plenty. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we dive into music, can you guys tell us about yourselves a little bit? Uh, yeah, um, I'm Doug, and I sing in the band. And uh, outside of that, I, th- I think I just watch hockey. <laughs> it's a beautiful hobby. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Ryan. I play guitar and do a lot of the backup vocals in the band. And I just watch football. So you have okay. hockey, yeah, football. No baseball love. I um, mean, one day I'm planning on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were talking about that. You're like, I want to get into baseball. But later in life, I have a plan. When I hit maybe 35 to 40, I'm, I'm going all in. <laughs> I love you. Have a plan. Front yeah. porch swing. Sitting yeah. out with the radio. Every game, I'm watching beer. everything. Yeah. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Any other hobbies you guys have besides sports? Uh, video games. Hell yes. I'll do hey, a lot of one video of these, games. the biggest hockey fan I know and the biggest gamer I know yeah. right here. That's cool. But if you're into movies or TV, that's your guy. Or I'm, I'm like the nerd guy. I'm the So guy. we're like, we're on we're here. one oh, wave yeah. okay, and you cool. guys are I'm, the other wave. I'm super into movies and shows and uh, I don't know, man. Your favorite Tons. show right now. Favorite show right now. Like, I don't watch a lot on current TV. That's the thing. Yeah, same, like, but, but, like, all time has to be Breaking Bad. I know, hey, I know it's kind of cliche in a way because everybody show. loves it's it. But what about Better Call Saul? I, I watched the first season. Yeah. I, second season, I need to get on. I think there's a third and fourth now. Yeah, they're they, like, they just started the five. first three or four. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's worth it just to get to that. Yeah. It's, it's renewed for a sixth and final. So, even if yeah. you want to wait to the end of next year and just plow through it all. I just watched. A couple of the Oscar movies recently, like Parasite, was really good. That's one that's on my list. Um, Nineteen Seventeen, we both saw in the theaters. Did you? Did you like that? I, I thought it was just. I did. You did. Nineteen Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was unreal. And yeah, I don't. And I don't watch movies very yeah. often. Yeah. And you loved it. I loved it because it's kind of cool. It just seems like a, there's like a million World War Two movies. Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of nice Ryan to see. Is like my, probably the best one. That y- I know. Yeah, it was nice to see like a cool World War One. Uh, shot, but I think the coolest part was like all the continuous, the, the continuous camera stuff. Yeah, and I think like you could tell that there were cuts in there. They were cleverly done to make yeah. it look like one shot. I, he hasn't seen it yet. I saw it. I, I reviewed it on the pod, and I said it's one of the better war films you'll watch. But to me, after the big twist in the middle, yeah, then I was out. 
I mean, you kind of know where it's going. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Exactly. That's, That's the thing. There's not much room for surprises because mm-hmm. it's like yeah. they just need to deliver this message. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. you know that stumpy dude is not making it. <laughs> <laughs> from, from, the, from the second it happens, you're like, that guy's dying. Oh, yeah. So if I see a stumpy dude, I know he's dying. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, like we said earlier, all the way from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. So what we thought we would do during this interview would drop some fun facts about Ottawa. Fun fact about Ottawa number one. Ottawa is the seventh coldest capital city in the world. Do you happen to know any of these six in front of it? I'm going to say, uh, would one be Moscow? It is. That's the one I was going to say. Dude. Yeah. That's all yeah. I know. Moscow. Moscow is number three. Oh, wow. So, so this yeah. is capital cities of countries. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, oh, it's got to be like, Moscow. like is Iceland? Uh, what's, the, what's the capital of Iceland? I don't it's know. It's the most popular city in Iceland. Basically the only one people know. If you say it, I'll remember it. But Reykjavik? Range of it. Range of it. Yeah, I, I would have never got that. <laughs> Ula, it's Ulaanbaatar in Mongolia, Astania, Kazakhstan, Moscow, Russia, Helsinki, Finland, Reykjavik, Iceland, Tallinn, Estonia, and Ottawa. So is that this year? No, that's in history. Oh, okay. Historically. Because so, I know a couple years back we were we actually got number one oh, hell yeah. for that year. Oh, that's cool. But I don't know yeah. if we... Is that think? Was that something that like you were proud of? No, uh, yeah, <laughs> dude, it was like minus forty five. Oh hell no! Like unreal. What, what's it like? I mean, have you adjusted to the whole like Celsius Fahrenheit thing when you're torn in the states? Not at all. I don't <laughs> have a clue right. what people are talking about. So when you pull out your phones, you just you just kind of go by Celsius. 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 I mean, I kind of know if it's like I know seventy is the comfortable yeah. like what houses are at. Yeah, yeah. that's yes. like 21. 70, 72 is yeah. the, the house. It's like twenty one, twenty two Celsius. Yeah. I think for seventy. Yeah, I've not done the conversion stuff yet. Yeah. No. What's it like being a band from Canada to kind of come tour U.S. and try to break the scene there? Uh, Any challenges? I mean, it's got to be, right? Yeah, I mean, especially when you're starting out, it can be a little bit difficult because you got to get a work visa. You yeah. can't just drive into the country and start playing shows. <laughs> and it's pretty tough when you're starting out because it's you have to prove that you have work, but you yeah. don't have work because you're you've you're never been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of hard to you kind of gotta set a lot of stuff up beforehand and get promoters that like have really just they kind of know you're not gonna pull much. But they book you anyways, and you know they help you they out. Take a chance on you. Funny, yeah. uh, funny little story. Our first ever show in the U.S. We get our P two visas. We're good to go. We're like, we're finally playing the, the United States. It's so cool. We played to one person. Oh my! One God. guy showed up, yeah, and he's yeah. he's messaging me beforehand, like, "Yo, dude, is there a lineup? Like, where do I get the, get in?" Yeah. I'm like, "Dude, come hang out in the van. Like, <laughs> we're all just chilling." And he's the only guy that showed up. So shout out to Jared Perryman. Yeah. Good, yeah. good man. He hangs. I haven't seen him in a few years. No, neither have I. I think That's he's over it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> so you guys released an EP and an LP under Pure Noise, Nothing Here is Permanent, and Blue in the Dark, uh, 2017 and 18, respectively. When it comes to writing songs, you choose some pretty heavy topics. I think North Hansen comes to mind, obviously. I think mm-hmm. Goodbye to All of Our Friends comes to mind as well. What's your reaction like when people approach you and say, hey, those lyrics, they, they hit me hard or they affected my life in some way? What's your response to that? I don't know. It's usually one of those things where I never uh, expect it. Yeah. Uh, and I really just don't have, know what to say because it's not like I get it and I get like connecting to a song. Yeah. But it's hard to really because it's always like a fairly short interaction. It'll be like, hey, like this song means so much to me and here's why and, and whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, like I'm, I feel super bad or, uh, you know, and you try to gauge it. Yeah. But also sometimes I'm like seven beers deep <laughs> and, and they're like telling me this deep story and I'm like, holy fuck, this is 
crazy. Like, what did he just say? Yeah. I was like, this is fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so it's always quite nice, and yeah. it's it's always you know nice to know that that uh, it does kind of. I think it's just cool like that with people fans connect with the lyrics. Yeah, it's so crazy. Easily, you know, like there are some heavy top topics that yeah. uh, you sing about, and it's just it's really cool to see that at a show with people just coming up and mm-hmm. really. Uh, Appreciating. Is there any story about that that sticks out where a fan particularly came up to you and said something that took you aback? I don't know. I'm not too sure. I know um, there's a a couple we know that just got like our our lyrics kind of tattooed on them. Yeah, oh, that's like that's it's awesome. like a uh, like a it was like from, one line uh, and then the next and then it was cool. from Blue in the Dark. It's uh, like take my heart and make it feel. And then yeah. the other guy had take, take my soul and make it feel. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. awesome to see. Yeah, so that's that stuff's mad cool. It's like especially when people get tattoos and stuff. It's like. Yeah, that's, a com- that's up to one there forever. Yeah, that's yeah. a commitment, especially yeah. when people are getting nothing here is permanent. That's a big it's one. So ironic. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know? um, I was actually this arm is reserved for "Commit This to Memory." Yeah, Motion City soundtrack, great cool. record, and yeah. it's one of my favorite records. And I figure "Commit This to Memory" is literally it's like nothing here is permanent. Yeah. The irony of that yeah. as well. I have a lot of early November. I have a lot of lyrics yeah. on me. Yeah, I don't cool. think I have a lot of tattoos, but I have yeah. I don't lyrics. Got, I don't is my thing. I don't have any. I'm I was this close yeah. to going Vanessa Carlton lyrics. This close. Because I loved Vanessa Carlton Vanessa. in high school. Vanessa. Yeah. That's sick. Maybe yeah. that's our, our we, we all get that tattoo tonight. Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> Vanessa Carlton. They'd be our Philly staple, man. Yeah. Get it for life. Fun fact about Ottawa number two holds the world record for the largest group hug of 10,554 back in 2010. Dude, oh, yeah. we, we missed that We one. missed it. <laughs> Luckily, we, we do one every Monday. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, do people just like scroll through the book like, we can get this many people. Yeah. Here. Like, <laughs> That's putting, me. putting these fun facts together made me want to just get a world record. Yeah. So I was like going through the Guinness Book of World Records like every nine-year-old in the country. And um, <laughs> I was thinking, which one can I get? And I decided, just, just going to bag it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know 10,555 people to break that record. And that seems like a fun record. Yeah. yeah. But now with Corona, I don't. I don't know if that's going to be. Too many yeah. people. No dice. Yeah, no <laughs> dice. Any fear? Were you guys doing that around? Just having that out here and that all in the news and stuff like that? Any fear? Mm-hmm. Not really. We don't think about it too much. I mean, it's terrible. It's just like you never know. Yeah, you yeah. can't. Like, we can't hold ourselves back. You yeah. know, like it's just, it's terrible that it's happening. But I mean. You've said before in previous interviews that you've, in, your sound is inspired or you've drawn it from bands like Tokyo Police Club, Hellerado, but you've also said, we don't want to just, we're trying to break out of the Canadian thing. We mm-hmm. just want to be a rock band. Yeah. But I do want to show some love to some other Canadian bands. Let's get them a little bit more notoriety. Mm-hmm. Shout some out. I mean, there's our friend, we have a lot of friends. There's Rarity, mm-hmm. Light Pacific. Which is actually funny because there's a guy in the band called named Greg, Greg Hall. Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So when you said that, I was like, I know. I've tweeted him multiple times. Yeah, yeah. With, a, with no reply. There's a real cool band from from, <laughs> from Ottawa. There's a real cool band called Amnita. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're really uh, doing some cool stuff. There's so many good Ontario bands, man. We could yeah. could go on all day about it. It's just uh, I don't know. It's really cool to see those Canadian bands flourish yeah. over here. You know, yeah. like Sea Wave is a big one too. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're a big part of like us. Kind of like paving the way for like the Canadian pop yeah. punk like in this era to kind of like you know get over to Pure Noise Records. Yeah, or, and they were cool like, too because they would, they, you know, if we had we would like open some of their shows when they come came through Ottawa, and um, they would like answer any questions we had and like they were just mad cool to yeah, us. Yeah, now we're good friends with them. Yeah, they're, they're great dudes. That's awesome. Yeah, and you've also said what hip hop is the basketball, punk rock is the hockey. So members of the band moved to Toronto while others lived in Ottawa. So I have to ask, Senators or Leafs? <laughs> Leafs. 
I'm, I'm Leafs as well. Even people in Ottawa are Leafs fans. Yeah. <laughs> Have you well, seen the, the Leafs games there? <laughs> well, the Senators just came back in the 90s after a long, I guess, hiatus from having yeah. a hockey team. So you just drift yeah. to another team, Toronto yeah. close vicinity. It makes sense. I'm sure you hate the Canadians as just much as, as we do. <laughs> I do, I do, but it's like one of those things where they haven't really, they're not really very good. Like, yeah. they're, they're always good. They're in it. But they they're haven't won a cup race. in so long. Right. We got to the cup, the Flyers, thank you to the Canadians in yeah. 2010. Because they took out the Penguins and the Caps for us in the first two rounds. And then we had a 7-8 seed Eastern Conference Finals. That was exciting. And yeah. That was the last time, right? And then we got beat by the Blackhawks. Yeah. In the, in the we, we have one Suns guy in the band. One, yeah. one that doesn't really care about anything to do with sports. <laughs> and three Leaf guys. That's yeah. fair enough. So I put together a little game for us that we're going to play right now. And it has to do with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. Um, okay. I had one for the Sens and for the Maple Leafs, depending on if you guys were split or yeah. who you pick. But we'll go just uh, Maple Leafs on this one. Okay. So I'm going to name a player present or former from the Leafs, and I want you to give me the pop-punk band that their personality associates with the most. Okay. Cujo. Uh, goaltenders are weird people. I'm a yes, goaltender myself. I'm a goaltender as well. Yeah, so. um, that one's so weird, because he was very unorthodox and just male. strange. <laughs> Uh, I, we have anticipated. So it has to be a band that's a little weird. Yes, we've anticipated some time to think in here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't want to throw you on the spot. I would too say much, it's but. maybe like like Osa Osa or something. <laughs> like one of those bands that's, that's like awesome. doing a weird band. Kind of, well, they're like they're they so, do, they're great. They yeah. kind of yeah. do different stuff. Yeah. So maybe something like that. I mean, Kujo's probably listening to Osa Osa at home. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. <laughs> How about Tomas Caberle? Not gonna mm. lie, I think I remember him. He had a big, don't. big schnoz on him. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. When did he schnoz. play? When did he play? Because I'm like, I Ear- like Early hockey, 2000s. So okay. he, he retired towards him. the 08, 09, maybe even played in like the yeah. early 2010s. Yeah. But yeah. he was a stable defenseman for the Leafs. Yeah, for great. Dude, we're going to go with Bowling for Soup on that. Because <laughs> they were rocking back then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you take the next one. Phil Kessel. Oh, man. The traitor or no? Oh, man. Do you feel disgruntled no. because of the way he left the team? No. Is he? Now the hot dog stands outside the <laughs> arena. Finally have a few for yeah. fans. Yeah. Um, and now he's out in Arizona. He's not hurting anybody. Could this all be story? Would that work? <laughs> man, yeah. He, he's he's genuinely like a, he's a badass dude. And you know? he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. I would yeah. say so. Straight up. All right. We'll go current Leaf, Mitch Marner. Oh, that's uh, he's got to be the state champs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Silky smooth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah completely. Nice hair. Uh, yeah, oh, I like that one too. <laughs> uh, and then last one, arguably the most popular player in our lifetime, Matt Sundin. Oh, let's slow down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we know the answer. <laughs> Same time? I don't know the answer. Three. Oh, Blink-182. Blink-182. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was like, I just... The GOAT. The yeah, GOAT. He's the, the GOAT. GOAT. Yeah. That's awesome. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, Blue in the Dark came out 2018, your first full-length record. Is there any difference to record like an LP and an EP? Yeah, it's. I feel yeah. like on an LP, you can do more of what you... Well, you always do what you want to do, but yeah. mm-hmm. you can have that acoustic track, or you can have that one that's a little bit different than the others. And I feel like on an EP, you're very, like, very trying to do a specific thing. You're confined to, like, putting out, like, four or five great songs yeah. that just, like, define the band, but on the LP, you can just experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can yeah. do different stuff. Yeah. It's also a lot more songs to write. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's it, the writing process is different because yeah. you, you can't necessarily get every detail down before you go in. Mm-hmm. With an EP, you sort of can. Mm-hmm. And with, a, with an LP, You have to make more sacrifices. Not sacrifices, maybe yeah. is not the right word, but concessions. Well, I think you end yeah. up with this cool thing of like you feel unprepared in a way mm-hmm. because you don't ever have every detail worked out. You don't out. have everything yeah. worked out. But it's kind of just... it leads to some very organic and natural 
uh, kind of yeah. songs that come out of the studio because you that's, don't have all the time to think about it. That's the coolest thing I think because like going into an LP not 100% prepared, it leaves room to just like see how songs can come together creatively yeah. in mm-hmm. the studio. Outside influence too, maybe? Yeah. yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Now, in my mind, I always thought EP, you come in with an LP's worth of songs and then you just kind of narrow it down. Is that true? Or I mean, did you just come in with those six, knock it out, and you're, you know you're ready to yeah. Nothing here is permanent. We yeah. kind of just had those five, maybe okay. one more, but like, it was just those ones, and then our EP before that was those three songs. I mean, Home is right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And even our EP before that, shout out Higher Ground. <laughs> yeah, go look that up. <laughs> it's weird because we're not the kind of band to write like thirty songs for a right. full length. It's like mm-hmm. if the idea is not good, it's just like eh, you just cut it. Like I feel like we have a good idea of what what is good mm-hmm. yeah. like we're not really I don't know maybe it would be, be nice if we had the time to do a bunch but we don't really uh, spend too much time on ideas that are not working like we're not going to write a whole song if it's not yeah like, it's got to you know? it's got to just kind of happen yeah. mm-hmm. and if you're trying to beat it to death and just it's like maybe the song's just not that good if you have to yeah. keep messing with it yeah it's like it should be fairly effortless you know like I think uh, on the record we just finished it's, it's Congratulations. Thank you. We had like 11 or 12 songs, and yeah. we, there's 10. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a 10 track. Yeah. yeah so. And I mean, we, we thought we knew exactly what songs we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And then we got in there, and uh, we kind of ended up cutting a couple that we... It's weird. We were really stoked on them going in, and then when, when we kind of got in there, they just kind of didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And then we ended yeah. up just doing two uh, kind of... I guess technically just one. Mm-hmm. But kind of just doing one mm-hmm. in the last week of being there, just mm-hmm. kind of yeah, yeah. What's one of the weirdest places you ever heard one of your songs get played? Oh man, we've I mean, had a few. We have, but like we've gotten way more messages from people like, "Yo, your song's playing at the movie theater or like the liquor store that I'm at or the McDonald's <laughs> oh. or Subway," and it's like that's it's, it's really probably cool. got to be a trip every time. Yeah, like, yeah, that doesn't get old. And I've imagine. never been in the store for one played. I. I wish I could be and like just you know bring my parents along. Yeah, <laughs> like, look, <laughs> there's a great local band here. Uh, they're called Cruiser, and uh, I was watching Sunday Night Football, and all of a sudden, going to commercial, I hear oh. a Cruiser song, and I was like, "How? Yeah, it wasn't even the Eagles playing. How did this happen? It was so. It's just like mind bending how wide range your music can be. And yeah, uh, you know, have you ever heard it just while you're driving in the van? Well, deal? yeah, like, yeah. back home, we'd get played on college radio a ton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't, they don't really, like, tell you. It's because this is college radio. But it was in, like, this constant loop. So every time I got in the van, I would hear, like, if I turned to that station, there was always, like, a good chance yeah. our song <laughs> was playing. Yeah. So that was always, like, a funny thing. I kind of got to, you know, yeah. we you got to flex it a little. When someone hops in the van, you're just like, let's just scroll through the radio. <laughs> oh, oh, oh that's know. <laughs> we got added to this, like, TV station, too, and, like, all my family, yeah. and, like, don't listen to our music or this world at all. They'd be like, your song's on the TV. I'm just <laughs> vacuuming my living room. You're on my TV. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. What about, like, Spotify playlists? Is that a thing for you guys? Like, do you, when you get added to one, do they notify you, or is that something you just they have to do. find organically? Yeah. They no, do. they find, yeah, they, okay. they let you know. They okay. email us, actually, and just say, like, hey, you've been added to these um, playlists, and then they might send us a graphic once in a while mm. to post. Like, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Fun fact, Ottawa number three. Tom Cruise lived in Ottawa in the 70s. Oh, man. Missed it. His dad signed up for the Canadian uh, National Guard. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Fun, and, yeah, fun, so. Another fun fact, Tom Cruise lived in my hometown. He has, like, a house there. He's had it for a while. I don't know if he's still there, 
But um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. He was seen in my local general store. A yeah, couple times. that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty cool. Now that was our last fun fact about Ottawa. I am sure you probably knew all three, or two of the three. Matt. I didn't know any. <laughs> I, I knew the cold one. Uh-huh. Like the, it's like one of the coldest capital cities in the world. Yeah. Other than that, I didn't know the other ones. So uh, this next question, I assume we're not the first. Probably not going to be the last to say it. Um, you re- last year you released two singles. One of them was called "So Damn Wrong." Uh, that is my favorite song that you guys have out, and it it gets me every time. But I have to say, you're aware that it reminds people of time after time. Time after time. is that like intentional? Yeah, Who's you that never by? got Who's that. that by? I forget. We get Rick Astley sometimes. Yeah. Like the Rick Wait, Roll the, thing. The beginning of that song, the intro to that song. Really? Is time after my... So I put it on for my wife yeah. last weekend. We're driving to the mall, uh, and I put it on. She goes, the fuck are we listening to time after time? <laughs> 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 and, and, and it's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, yeah. It's Cindy Lauper. I want to hear this intro. I, w- I would have never got that. Yeah. Okay. So... Listen to the song when we're done. I'll play. Oh, yeah. I'll play the song okay. and then just you know we'll play the intro to to uh, so damn wrong. But so it's not intentional. No. Okay. Holy yeah, no, shit. Not at all. So we cool. may be That's the cool. first people to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you are. Definitely. Yeah. Fair enough. Then I just have a really shitty year for music. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Maybe it is spot on. I don't know. Hear I'm. This. I'm like. I'm pretty married to the opinion. So yeah. Like, fair enough. So like, I don't think my mind can get changed on this one. <laughs> yeah. And, and your your tour through the end of March. Any big plans after vacation? Time off. We're just going to the Barbados, right? For yeah, four months. Yeah. Big, 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 big <laughs> yeah, vacation. Like, oh shit! Yeah, we figured we'd go from one bender to another. Yeah. No, we for real are just gonna get home and work and sleep. Uh, I mean, I, we do have plans coming up for sure for more touring and the album yeah. release. Hopefully, you come back to Philly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That'd yeah. be so sick. Now, you just mentioned it a couple minutes ago, and just now that you are working on a new record or just finished recording a new record. What does twenty twenty have in store for Bearings? It's just like a ton of touring, yeah. And uh, obviously, we want to get that out. We don't really know like when it'll be out. Uh, we don't really know all the details yet. It's still we're still in the mixing process of it, mm-hmm. uh, and it needs to get mastered. And then you know you got to get artwork for it. Mm-hmm. And you just gotta. So we'll see how she goes, but uh, yeah, line it all up. But there will be a lot of touring, yeah, hundred percent, which we're happy about. Yeah, we want to hit a lot of markets. Yeah. You want to hear your social plugs right now? Or are we hitting our rapid fire segment? Yo, that would be sick. Our what? <laughs> Social media plugs. Social media plugs. Yeah, where can our listeners find you? Oh, uh, just bearings. Yeah, well, it's bearings. <laughs> bearings band. At, bearings band. At yeah. Bearings band. Yeah. yeah that's Facebook. on Twitter and Instagram, but Facebook's a little different. Bearings is a band. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Those we, extra three letters can trip you out. We should have yeah. done that for all three. I feel like that's a cooler one. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, yeah. But people would like have a tougher time finding yeah. it. Yeah. I find Facebook's like. We basically, it's such a, it used to be like the yeah, spot. Mm-hmm. I feel like now, I'm barely on it anymore. Yeah, no one goes on same. it. Yeah. I'm more of an IG guy. That's, that's me yeah. though. Oh, yeah. Because you have a following. That's why. A small following. <laughs> that's why. Sam's a comic book collector. So, uh, so yeah. he's got that. A whole that. bunch of shit. Nice, yeah. nice. Shout out to the comic book fiend club hey, if, yeah. if they're listening. So uh, we want to play a game, another game. It's called our rapid fire segment. The idea of that is we throw questions at you just quickly and you answer them as fast as you possibly can. As short or long as you'd like. Um, the the goal is just don't think about it. Okay. okay. Just try okay. to get it out as fast as possible. Uh, first one is your thoughts on Degrassi. Drake. <laughs> there was oh no yeah Drake I'm with Drake yeah, yeah. I just I think felt of Drake. like there was more there. No it's because do I, you love it or hate it? I I've never watched an episode. 
But there was a Peyton Manning quote that I heard one time, but he said, better than Desperate Housewives. And I thought it was Degrassi. <laughs> That's the only, yeah. Degrassi. What a weird thought. That was, it, it's still in my top three favorite shows of all yeah, time. I, I don't know how he loves it as much Since as he Since it does. came to the States yeah. in 2000, I have been watching it, which is. I need to check this out. This is 20 years I've been watching yeah. that show. The same six seasons, just over and over. Thoughts on Letterkenny? Funny. It's good. It's uh, it's an overrated don't watch it. Well, it's a bit like it's funny because no one, no one where I live sounds like that. Mm-hmm. But if you go north or if you go kind of east, mm-hmm. like in Ottawa, when I worked at the arena uh, for the Sens, mm-hmm. like a lot of the other kids I worked with were like sounded like them. Okay. Like the letter Kenny dudes. Oh, you don't know where they're bought. Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, you know, I was like, oh, we're going to fucking do a, you know. Grab a know. couple of brews after the yeah, game. Yeah, it's a fucking barn burner. It's like. Yeah, no, I don't watch that at all, but I've seen a lot of clips from it. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't watch it myself, but Greg loves uh, it. Right. I was at uh, a brewery, uh, I don't know, two weekends ago. And uh, my wife and I are just at the bar, and we overhear people off to the side quoting Letterkenny. So we just immediately picked up our beers, went over to them, made six new friends, and nice. just quoted Letterkenny for three hours. <laughs> Damn. I, I have to tell you, it, I feel like it can be overrated in yeah. spots, but... Uh, I, I don't think it's overrated. I just Maybe, like, not, maybe not the wrong word. I just word, haven't, yeah. like... I've never really given... I watched it... You never gave it a fair shake. Like, when it was a YouTube thing, yeah. when they were kind of first starting, I watched a lot of it then. Yeah, because it's and two, then, three minutes at a time. Yeah, so now that it's a show, I haven't really checked out the show. Yeah. It, I want to, though. 22-minute episodes, and then there's usually about, I don't know, eight to nine minutes per episode of filler. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like, we, we tend to fast-forward the filler a little yeah. bit, but man, I, t- I tell you, it's, it's just as good. <laughs> and they're coming to Philly in yeah. two, two weeks, so I'll be there for that. So I think it's I think it's a Letter Kenny live in two weeks. I like, like Trailer Park Boys a lot. Trailer Park Boys is great. Yeah, I, and that that they're thanks funny. to Netflix, we know. Yeah, you know they blew up because of that streaming platform, similar to Letter Kenny for Hulu. Yeah, <laughs> there's like a fucking sub going up in the background. <laughs> with full respect to both iterations, describe the difference of Blink One Eighty Two with Tom and Skiba. Oh, great! Well, one bad. one is Blink One Eighty Two, and <laughs> okay, one is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> dude. Seriously, that that shit hurts me. No, we, we, we can't look. We can't listen to them. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it sucks. Like, I hate to even admit it, you know. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like cool that they're still doing it and they like doing it, and you know. But I saw them with Tom a couple times. Yeah, yep. and it's amazing. It's yeah. I'm lucky to see them one time. All the original numbers. Yeah, Tom. I did. Yeah. My first time seeing Blink was 2002. New, wow. found Glo- New Found Glory opened up for him. Was that the Pop Disaster Tour? It was. Nice. And they had the word fuck in fire written yeah. behind them. And it was, yep. I was, so 2002, I was uh, 13. So Dude, here's the thing. My it's like, it's like if they did Blank with Skiba under a different name. 100%. Okay, perfect. 100%. Yeah, I, yeah. I think everybody can agree with that. It's yeah. like. Yeah, like Simple Creatures is dope. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it's not. Yeah. being called like it's like Mark doing something but it's like something away from Blink yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's fresh and kind of cool and like and, to, yeah. to respect like for Mark and Travis it's like if they want to keep doing Blink-182 it's like they shouldn't have to give up their band just because Tom wants to do something else but yeah. it's just like man he's such a crucial piece Tom's like the guy he's not even a, he's the, the crucial guy. piece I mean like they all are all sure, three yeah. but I mean at the same time 90 percent of the words that come out of those dudes mouths is from tom so <laughs> were yeah. so Tom's it is big, huge so part, dude. uh best blink record self-titled yeah self-titled yeah well, i thought you were gonna go there i thought you were gonna go there that yeah. one's tough for me yeah i'm i'm a take off your pants and jacket all the way yeah That's yeah top 10 album I, for me of all time i don't even know I love Enema. Dude Ranch. I, I know it's. I don't That's know. the thing, dude. That was my first cassette I ever bought. Was Dude Ranch. Yeah. Mine was uh, Five, the band Five, the boy band from England. Oh, I've Baby, heard. when the lights go out. Damn. <laughs> first cassette. I mean, dude, and, like, and Green Day Dookie. Yeah, and like Green Day Dookie. and Anima too is just 
God, they're so all good. classic. You Enema know, is just... that's what I think of Enema. I think it's a classic. I think yeah. the the it's when they were at their zany like it was still like the birth of pop punk, modern pop punk, but it was mm-hmm. also with that we don't give a shit attitude. The one video they were all running naked down the street. <laughs> yeah. I forget what song it was, but if I was gonna show someone a blink record though, it, it would be take it'd be take off. Oh, yeah. Because I think that's the, the most refined pop punk powerhouse album. Yeah. Plus you know? it starts with Anthem Part Two, which I think is a perfect opener track. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely perfect it's opener. Great track. Record. Now you guys talked earlier about a couple that got your lyrics tattooed on their yeah. arms. Is that the craziest tattoo you've ever seen of your lyrics or what is? <sighs> there's been there was there's uh, a, a neck tattoo that says oh. move with the tide and it's yeah. a big graphic. It's this, oh, wow. it's this whole neck. Yeah. And he's a he's a tough looking guy too. Dude, like, of all the people to get that, that's not who I thought was going to get it. It was in the UK. Yeah. yeah. That's sick. It's also another girl that has her whole arm done yeah. from uh, elbow to shoulder, and it's a blue-in-the-dark, like, mural. Oh, that's it's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What's the story behind Taco John? Taco John, our boy. Yo, so we were Hell in yeah. uh, New Brunswick, and uh, our friend that we had on the road with us at that point took Taco John from that venue it's like this like yeah. plastic little lizard and he's been in our van ever since yeah he came on that was our first like tour outside of Ontario mm-hmm. and we didn't like we just got the van it was our first tour with that and so like we had nowhere to sleep really so we would just kind of sleep just it was such a fuck it was crazy <laughs> it was so crazy yeah. but it was great it was cool we played yeah. you know not to too many people because it's the east coast of Canada mm-hmm. but um it was dope, and yeah, and he, our friend stole that lizard. Yeah, we still have him today. We also have a pet rock from that tour called <laughs> yeah. Waves. But he doesn't get to go on the dash. No. He's kind of a yeah, dangerous. He would break the dash. He's dangerous. Yeah. It could be very dangerous. <laughs> what, uh, I, I've seen you in a previous interview uh, talk about these, and I didn't Google them because I was waiting for tonight to ask, what the hell's a Big Turk? A Big Turk <laughs> is like, uh, like a Turkish delight type oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. It's like jelly and chocolate. But it's like a weird chocolate bar. Like No one really I feel like it's super underrated. Not doesn't get the credit it deserves. Okay. Give it more. Give yeah. it more credit. I How do you feel day. when you eat a big turkey? Oh, I feel man. so happy. <laughs> and I'm having a bad day. I get home. Yeah. Big turkey. Open right up, up a big turkey. He's the only one in the band that likes them, too. Like, no one else really yeah. fucks with it. I might be the only person like in the world that likes them. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're keeping them in, in yeah, business. Yeah. I think they, like, are making them just for me <laughs> yeah. at this point. Your honest opinion on the Flyers franchise? They're cool. Uh, there's a couple hilarious videos from the 80s of them just being absolute animals yeah and I love that I think it's so funny to see hockey like that because you would never ever see that again like it's such a funny team in a crazy era and now they're still you know they're good they're Probably the only team that can get under Crosby's skin the way they do. Yeah, they sure can. Which is fun to watch. Yeah. I absolutely love the Flyers' colors and their uniforms. Yeah, they got and some nice I ones. When I played NHL 04 as a kid, I would actually always play as the Flyers. Hey, you know, just because I liked their like uniform and the players yeah. at the time. So. It's different, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the day and age we live in for hockey now, once the Crosby-Oveshkin era started, mm-hmm. it got away from the big hits, the this, that, and the other. Now it's that more finesse game. It's yeah. speed game. You know, It's like similar to like quarterbacks in the NFL. You know? Sure. It's like just protecting the star players yeah you know? like it's the same thing yeah yeah it's an interesting thing but i think uh i don't know i don't know what'll happen once uh i think ovi will play forever yeah i don't think he'll ever retire he'll get another 700 goals. yeah exactly. except the flyers so they just beat the caps the other night uh we're recording on the the 6th of march they beat them on the 4th of march uh we took three out of four against the caps this year we held ovi scoreless mm-hmm. for the entire uh season series for the first time in his career I feel pretty proud about that. This is a yeah. different Flyers team. 
I'm happy with Carter Hart and Elaine Vigneault and, and what we have yeah, going on. Carter Hart's good, man. He's so sick. Yeah. Have a nice young goalie. I mean, listen, yeah. Freddie Anderson's not a bad goaltender to have, but when you play him 65 games a yeah. year, he's, he's going to well, be so, dead by playoffs. It's interesting, too, because... <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it's interesting, because Carter Hart, like, whenever a goalie plays in the World Juniors... Yeah. Uh, especially behind a great team, yep. you don't really know. Like you don't get the full scope because unless you watch a lot of mm-hmm. uh, minor league hockey, mm-hmm. you don't really get the idea from that tournament as to what kind of goalie they are. Because right. it's just kind of like you watch it, and it's like the main spectacle for young hockey players. But the goalie on Team Canada, every time it's like, you, he could be the best goalie in the world or absolute yeah. trash, and you wouldn't know because he only gets like three shots a game. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like Caden Primo. Fantastic goaltender, yeah. and, and you know, I think now he's stuck behind Carey for a couple more years. I don't know. Carey might be towards the end of his career. I think he might be. Goalies yeah. have a weird parabola. Like, yeah. you, if, it, it kind of goes one way or the other. If you're good, young, yeah, you kind of sometimes F- they fizzle, fizzle out. Kind of, yeah. and then you have Henrik Lundqvist who is still going. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's he's kind of getting. He's played. He started one game too. in the past month and a half. It was yeah. against the Flyers on Sunday. We lit him up like a Christmas tree, and yeah. now Gorgiev <laughs> is, is doing his thing. Well, he's weird because he's like only six one, which yeah. is like super short for a goalie. I'm five seven, so I was, yeah. I was really short. Yeah, for the a average and I'm kind height. of fat for a goalie. So <laughs> I used goalie? to be a lot skinnier. You play yeah. goalie? Yeah, since I was three. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, my no. uncle was a goalie. Gave me his pads. Yeah. Uh, he kind of just like put them up against me because yeah. I was too small to strap him. Yeah, and he would just shoot pucks at me. Yeah, my brother would shoot pucks at me, and then I was just like. I just liked it. Yeah, I just, yeah, and and so, yeah, my whole life played goalie. Yeah. 100%. Yep. When you guys are on the road all the time, do you guys have a hobby? Do you guys do to pass time? or You drive around in Vance Vaughn. We, uh, <laughs> Van, no, Vince Vaughn. Oh, I thought Vince. it was or Van. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we named it named him Vince. Just, I think it was just because of the Vince Vaughn thing. Yeah. But uh, we play recently. It's been Golf Battle on golf our Golf Battle's iPhones. a good one. Dunk Shot was a big iPhone game mm-hmm. a while ago. We throw the football around in the parking lot quite often. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Um, besides that. You reading anything? Anything like that? Not at the moment. I love bringing at least like one book on the yeah. road every tour and just try to get through it, you know? I love reading. I'm sure it's hard, though. Yeah, it is. I love reading when I'm home, It's but like on the road, like there's always distractions, right? Sure. Especially when you're driving. Because you like, like motion sickness, too, when you're driving like totally. that. Totally. Yeah. Every time I do it, I'm like, I got to stop nope. after like a chapter, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll do podcasts and stuff. Podcasts, and yeah. Just kind of chill stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah our, you know. our last question for you appreciate you doing this interview is what is your go-to menu item at uh, Tim Hortons alright you want to go first or me you can go first he said I already got it it changes <laughs> weekly but currently it's probably the the farmer's wrap okay. I'll get a farmer's wrap with bacon and a medium half cream half sugar and I'll swap out the hash brown for a Boston cream I think it's a Boston cream yeah the donut yeah. changes I would the say my, my favorite is probably a Boston cream donut yeah. but I would say if if I'm on my way to Tim Hortons, the best thing to do is to take out your phone and find literally anywhere else to go. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> mean, it is not. It's so low tier. Like I mean, I agree with that, but also like there's something about it that is so welcoming and warm. Like it's just like I've we've gone to it as we were it's like. True. Kids, to, the, right? to the guy eating the ten piece. Yeah. Before yeah. we started this, yeah. I think the standards. Yeah, I go I mean, through waves that like up and down. Like sometimes I hate it, sometimes I love it. Yeah, but the thing is, they, it used to be good. Yeah, like I don't think it was ever great, but it was like a good fast food coffee spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like then Duncan. then they started making everything. It's mm-hmm. like they, it's a lot like Dunkin'. They were doing like yeah. then they started doing everything, and it kind of all just be, it was like they were doing donuts and coffee, pretty good. 
and then they started doing everything, and it was just like now everything's too much. Is, yeah, and everything's yeah. pretty mediocre. I heard that they're gonna scale it back though, and just As try they to get should. back get back to the roots. It's also it. moved around ownership. Yeah, uh, like a bunch in the last ten years. So. Burger Burger King owns it now. I thought they sold it really? off to some oh, Russian company. No, they bought it probably six or seven years ago now. I don't know if they still own it. But no, I don't think they I think they sold yeah, it off again. Arby's owns Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, I got that. We actually reported that on the pod. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings ain't, ain't that good either. Actually, no. you know, one more question. One more question because we have a little bit of time left. We just did – so every week on our show, we do a top three. We list – Come up with a topic. We do our top three, whatever. So, I like these. Um, yeah, so we do it every single weekend. Two weeks ago, we did our top three favorite fast food French fries. And I have to ask because you were eating some Mickey D's in here. Yeah. What are your go-to fast food French fries? Oh, boy. <laughs> this is tough. Uh, Chick-fil-A. Has Chick-fil-A has decent, great the, waffle, the waffle fries. fries. It's on my list. Yeah, and then, it's on Sam's list. I Does Canes personally... have good ones? Yeah, like I like Canes. I, I think they're just like basic, like A-minus fries, yeah. though. I don't know sure. if they're A+. Plus. Yeah. Um, I do like Wendy's a lot. Yeah. yeah like, Wendy's I love Wendy's overall. I think that's what I'm going to crush on the way home tonight. Yeah. I haven't eaten yet today. Wendy's got a spicy chicken tier. combo. Yeah. Well, on that note, like, back home, Wendy's and Tim Hortons are actually, there's, like, double ones yeah, of them. Because they used oh, to be owned okay. by the, like by Wendy's. Yeah. And yeah. then when it got sold off, there's still, a, like, a store together. Yeah. And it's just, like, a funny... Yeah. A funny thing. It's yeah. like they're like living with their ex still or something. <laughs> you yeah. know, like it's I just mean, like a here that's KFC Taco Bell Pizza Hut. They're crammed into yeah, one. So you go are. in and you're like, uh yeah. you just feel dirty. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to walk Get in. a little bit of everything though. Yeah. I mean listen, you don't get this physique <laughs> by not doing that. Yeah. I think I'd go waffle or sorry, Chick-fil-A, waffle fries. <laughs> they're good. Then Wendy's. Yeah. Then Canes. I'm going to say Canes. Okay. I can't think of anything. We don't have them around, yeah, around this area. Yeah, Canes is great. You know what's not great? No, I, I'm not going to shit talk. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Um, so we're super excited to uh, check out the show tonight. We'll be in the crowd. And then after the show, we're going to go back to the car, whip this wonderful setup out again. We're going to do a post-show review live from the car, cool. which will be tacked on to the end of this episode. So, uh, gentlemen... Doug Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really do appreciate it, and uh, best of luck with the rest of the tour. Of course, thank you. Totally, we had a blast. Thank this you. has been a very special bonus episode of We Podcast. We know things. We'll be back next week with episode one hundred and seventy-seven or eight. Let's go drink some beers. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay, here we are live from Super. <laughs> live from a Subaru Impreza uh, after the show. Oh my goodness gracious! We said we were going to do a live review of the show from the car, and here we are delivering on that after a fucking amazing performance by Bearings. A hundred percent. I believe this was both our first shows of 2020. Yeah, it was our first shows of 2020. Our first time seeing Bearings. Um, and they killed it. They fucking killed it. Uh, great lineup. Goalkeeper never kept between you and me. Bearings and sleep on it. Five bands. Show started around 6.45 Eastern time. Uh, bearings came on, what, around 9 o'clock, I'd say? Uh, 8.50? 8.50, yeah, something like that. Um, I think the one gripe before we get into how amazing it was the one gripe was it just wasn't long enough no, uh, th- that's my biggest complaint their set list was not long enough no they needed 100%. to play for four more hours yeah i was like should i start screaming out songs like nah nah let me be good this show <laughs> uh so we want to thank again uh doug and ryan from bearings for joining us on the show earlier as obviously you heard we are now live from the car there's trains going above our heads there's people walking by thinking oh. we look like idiots what's unacceptable is the 20 dollars to park here unacceptable <laughs> for completely $16. unacceptable for a sixteen dollar ticket, all um, because of some you know, uh, was it uh, EDM EDM music like you son of a bitch. Yeah, the Foundry shares in a, a 
a venue at the Fillmore, and, and that was that. So, But again, a great show. Goalkeeper kicked it off. They're a local band from Philadelphia. They did a great job. Never Kept, also a local band. They had their parents there rocking yeah, their gear. That was, that that was, was cool awesome. That's cool to see. Uh, they had a great set. Between You and Me came on, and then Ryan Culligan and uh, both yeah, Ryans, Ryan. actually both, both Ryans, yeah. Ryans from Bearings, joined them on set to play guitar for them. Is like uh, I don't know if the guitar player is sick or isn't on the tour or whatever, but both Ryans filled in, and, and that part to me was the highlight before Bearings of the entire night is seeing those dudes on stage again with another band. It, it was, was awesome. like it was like the little appetizer the, yeah. before the main course. Yeah, we we they got on stage and we both looked at each other like, is that Ryan? Is that Ryan from Bearings? Yep. The guy we just and it turned out yeah, sure it was. So um, super psyched on that. Bearings came out, opened up with. Um, what the hell they open the, up The with? first song on their... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Where You Are. Where they you opened are. up with Where You Are. And Place then they, went nuts. Yep, and then they went to So Damn Wrong, which is my favorite song yep. uh, of their entire catalog. Went into... Um, from there, they went into a couple songs off their old record, the EP Nothing Here Is Permanent, and then they kicked it back up with Aforementioned, Blue in the Dark. Um, they, I think... Oh, they, they ended closed up with, with eyes closed. Yeah, closed with eyes closed. But I think we didn't catch every song. There are some songs that we missed. But um, I, they hit every note I want them to hit. They played every song I want them to play. Sands North Hanson, I was excited and, and anticipating North Hanson. Uh, we didn't get that. That's okay because literally every other song, banger after banger, we got. And I got to tell you, man, they sounded so good. Just like uh, the record. Ju- record quality. So that's um, if you're listening to this. Uh, on Monday, it's going to be in our Instagram uh, post. It's going to be in our story over the weekend, but then we'll post it uh, over the week when we kind of drop this interview. So check it out if you want to get a little bit of the little taste of Bearings Live there. Incredible. So we got some good photos, got to hang out with them at, backstage, and got a great, nice photo with the band. So just thank you to everybody involved for setting this up, and thanks to Doug and Ryan. It was a great show. And like one of the first things we said when we were walking out was, man, they got to come back and headline because we, we need more songs. Yeah, we need more Bearings in our lives, and the, they – you know, if they come back in headline, we will be there 100%. regardless of the venue. Great show, great set. Wish it was a little longer. Yeah, wish it was a little. Want to be a little greedy with it, but that's all right. Uh, it was great to hear the crowd uh, during "Blue in the Dark." You know, take mine. Everybody singing in unison. Oh, and, and, so and they look like surprised. Like, oh man, oh, they they love this song. Like, yeah, oh, that was cool. To he see. turned. You know, Doug turned the mic around and put it out to the crowd, and and the crowd responded. So all night the crowd was rocking. A lot of crowd surfing. A lot of good times happening. A lot of dancing in the middle, and um, a lot of heads bobbing. And the, I think it was great because. You know, the folks that may have been there for sleep on it were enjoying themselves during Barry's. You could tell that even the people that didn't know the words to the to the songs were rocking. I mean, whoever was around me, I know there was a girl, like two guys to the right and left of me. They were singing every word, so yeah. they were definitely there for yeah. Barry's. So are we? Our voices are not normal. Yeah, not, it's, it's, it, my, I definitely feel a little hoarse. A little 100%. hoarse. A little hoarse in the throat, but we're off to eat some McDonald's now. I'm starving. <laughs> so uh, that was our live show review. If you have a chance, go check out Bearings. Uh, and guess what? Even if never kept goalkeeper between you and me, uh, between you and me, or sleep on it. If they're around. Check them out. I mean, they're around now, so you, you missed it for a little bit. But Goalkeeper, a local band, never kept another local band. I'm sure they'll be playing around the area. But Bearings, thank you for coming down from Ottawa to uh, tantalize us with your amazing music. <laughs> I could have said it better myself. All right, we'll be, uh, we'll be signing off now. We'll see you next week for episode, what is it, 177? McDonald's, here we come. <laughs> see you next week.